This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Can I get a test, Kennedy? Hi, check, check, hello. Hi. Hello. Dan? Yes, this is me with the spiky things. Welcome to the Unfiltered After Show podcast. We each bring one subject to discuss. None of the others on the show know what it's going to be. Uh, usually Kennedy goes first, but I'm going to go first this morning. And uh, I'm going to talk about the, the, it was one of the questions I got asked the most. Uh, yesterday we were at different locations, Kennedy, but I, I, don't, I don't know if people were asking you the same thing. But uh, when are we going to make the announcement about who is joining the show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were people asking you about that as well down there? Yes. That's usually how it goes. It's like, who are you gonna, when are you going to make the announcement? And we say, soon, and they, oh, by the way, this is who I like. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it went. So, uh, so just to kind of get you up to speed, um, we were told we had to wait until this week for some stuff that's going on behind the scenes, corporate HR, whatever. And so, and to be honest with you, we really hadn't made a choice yet. We, we've kind of narrowed it down a little bit, but you know, we just, we talked to everybody. We really did like mm-hmm. got everybody's opinion. You mm-hmm. know, we talked to Aaron, who works on the midday show. We talked to the afternoon show because not only is this person joining our show, but Ooh. they're joining as a, as a member of the mixed team, yep. which we don't take lightly. You yep. know, everybody that's here has been here for a very long time. Yeah. So when somebody comes in, we just want to make sure everybody's going to play nice. Uh, so Kennedy came back into Charlestown, and we went out to lunch, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> so I've heard. Yes. Uh, we we went out for. Uh, uh, went out, had a, a, a glass of wine, a good glass of beer. You guys drank it out, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Not really, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't exactly that. Uh, but it was kind of fun. It was it was kind of fun to sit there and just kind of share our thoughts and and figure out who it's going to be. It's tough, man. All three of them are so incredibly talented. I don't think there's a wrong answer. It's just tough to mm-hmm. narrow it down to one. Yeah, I was thinking this morning or yesterday morning. I was taking a shower. I was like. We're going to have to call two people that I've come to care for deeply and tell them that they didn't get the job. And that's going to be hard. That is going to be hard. Yeah, but I think, you know, at the end of the day, got this far, mm-hmm. something to really be proud of. And I think we both think that they're both such talent, you know, that they're yes. talented people. And, um, you know, that if something comes up in the future or mm-hmm. in a different place and we can help them get some job somewhere else, like. We'll be happy to do that. Somebody has to fish, finish in second and third on American Idol, and they can still do really well. Like, this isn't the last step. This <laughs> no. is the first step. No. Mm-hmm. Because uh, none of them really had any radio experience, per se. Never no. had demos, anything like that. Was Weren't even sure if this was something they wanted to do as a career. And now, even if they don't get this job, 
they have demonstrated the ability to do this job. Yes, 100%. Which yes. they can take with them. Yeah. You know, to the yeah. next audition or application or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, I wanted to ask you, Dan, so you don't know. I don't know who you're going to pick, no. Do you want to know before we call to let them know later this week? Or do you want to keep it a surprise? Because hmm. I was just kind of joking with you over the weekend when we were out collecting toys. I was like, yeah, Dan doesn't even know. <laughs> but if you want to know, we'll tell you. It wasn't. We weren't purposely keeping it from you. I, I know that. I didn't take. I wasn't yeah. offended or anything like that. Because at the end of the day, what I've, the only thing I've noticed in the almost now in January, it'll be ten years since my first day as an intern. Right. And I've seen a lot over the time. And the one constant <clears throat> is the change among this show, mm-hmm. where like Mike Zach Stone left, Mike Morgan left, Salt, and sure. people come and go. Sure. The only two people that stay are you two. So at the end of the day, the decision <laughs> sure it does kind should of come down us. to you two. So yeah. I wasn't offended at all. Yeah. But um, at this point, like I might as well learn with everybody else. Yeah, you want to wait? Yeah. That's fun. I was thinking, like, I have an idea. I've been going back and forth between two of them in my own head about who, who it should be personally. Right, right. Because they're just so talented and mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. So, yeah, I might write it down on a piece of paper before oh, I Oh, I like that it. idea. Yeah, write it down, put it in an envelope. <laughs> just see if I'm right. Yeah, I like that idea. So... Um, I'm not sure what day we're going to make the announcement yet. We we're going to have not been told by yeah, the people. We're going to have Sal will be in town. I think tomorrow. Is he coming to town tomorrow? Tuesday, tomorrow. Wednesday. Yeah. So Sal will be in tomorrow. We'll have the chat with him and hopefully nail down a date or yeah. a day. But yeah. we'll go, please, sir, let us announce it. It's <laughs> yeah. been so long. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's not for us because we didn't really decide until Friday. Yeah. So we've only well, had the week. If they told us we could have, we would have probably done this sooner. We'd have, yeah. yeah. We'd banged it out quicker. <laughs> um, we just put it off to as long as we could. Uh-huh. It's going to be tough for them to be in limbo this long. It is. Yeah, but they knew. I mean, I know. We they... told them from the beginning we wouldn't. We weren't going to start until the first of the year anyway. So mm-hmm. the fact that we even get to tell them in December, I didn't think we were going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wild. Wild times. Yep. So I guess maybe Friday? Thursday or Friday? I, I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> I would like to call the person on the show on Friday if I had like in my head yeah like we're gonna announce it at this beat it by your phone Mm -hmm. and then just call them yep so do we have to call the two the two people that don't get it before we make the call no I wouldn't do it beforehand because they're all talking to each other they are something yeah of course they are Oh, I didn't know I that. saw Debbie at the mall yesterday, and she said there was a group chat between the three of them. They were all going to come together, and then it kind of fell I apart. I had no idea that was going on. But if you tell somebody what? beforehand, it would kind of filter How through. did they get in contact? So they must have reached out on well, social media? I mean, they media? are hard. We put everyone on social media. That's interesting. No, it's not. It's I mean, not? It's what if women do. They're all very girl powery. <laughs> they're all supportive of each other. Huh. Yeah, I don't know if I could have done that. That's because that's not what men do. Mm. It's a very big difference. Yeah. I, I mean, I did definitely looked... No, there my was a competition lot of... up, but I'd talk junk about them behind their back. No, like, oh, that person's not as good as I was, <laughs> at least in my head. So, but yeah, but we can't say anything beforehand because it might filter through their little group now. Right. Well, we're going to do it all at the exact same time, no. so they won't have time to do that. Sort yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wild. I had no idea they were talking to one another. Yeah, it's very nice. That is cool. I mean, I knew one they're of all them... very adult. Yeah, I knew one of them had talked with Danielle, but I didn't know that they had made contact with one another. That's interesting. That is interesting. I think they're all very supportive of one another. They were very complimentary of one another. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's, no. it's a testament to, to the three of them and what amazing human beings they are. I can't imagine that happens 
all the time with the job opening where well, I don't think most job openings are like ours. Sure. So no, I yeah. feel like this was a unique hiring process. If I was up for, for an sure. accounting job, I wouldn't know who was up against me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Because you can't with HR and all. But people know those <laughs> yeah. sorts of things. All three of them are good people. <clears throat> right. Yeah, that is wild. I had no idea. All right. So hopefully one day this week, maybe Thursday or Friday, we will make that announcement as to who will be joining the show. Um, somebody had texted in, what's the deal with the intern? When are you making the announcement? This person will not be an intern. This person is joining the show as a full-time cast member, too. I want to say that. They're not just yes. coming in as an intern. Nope. 100%. All right. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Damn, which would be wild if we did all that for an internship. I know, really. <laughs> no, an internship is like you pretty much show up that you can be, you you tell me you can be here on time yeah. three days a it's week. It's like, hey, bro, you need college credits? Come on in. Yes. <laughs> this was a little more involved. Yeah. Uh, so we had Kevin Smith on the show today. Which was a very cool moment for me because I'm a huge fan of his movies and mm-hmm. I've watched all his. I listened to him on podcast and his Q and A just because he's an interesting, interesting man. Like this to hear talk. Like some people, you can just listen to them speak and it doesn't even matter what the topic is. It's going to somehow be interesting. So that was a cool moment for me. And one of the things I noticed is he's a very, like professionally from our standpoint. He's a very easy interview mm-hmm. where like, and it's all, it's different with all different celebrities that come in, but you can, you kind of set the ball up on the tee for him and he's going to do the rest of the work for, you're going to have to cut him down before right. you can air it. And so I was going to ask you guys, cause you've done so many, who are like some of the people that have been the easiest interviews you've done to get like the pieces you need and who are mm-hmm. what was like a pulling teeth interview. To me, it's always the biggest stars are usually for the most part, the best you know, the Steven Tyler's, the Bono's, like they've been there and done that mm-hmm. and they're not afraid of saying something that could be controversial or taken in a certain kind of way because they've been there and done that. And they were here in the room, so we weren't... That has an element most for of sure. Our, most of our interviews, they're like, you have five and a half minutes, don't say this, that, go. Mm-hmm. That was another really, thing. It's really hard to get a good or bad interview out of that. Yeah, Kevin frankly. didn't give us a time limit, which was nice too. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson is always a fun interview. She just talks about whatever, very self-deprecating, which I appreciate. Mm -hmm. That fits in well with us. Uh, Who else stands out of interviews that I have loved? Hmm. Um, I think Charlie Puth is always a good interview when we talk to him. I think New Kids, Backstreet Boys, they're always so gracious and kind with their time. Mm -hmm. They, They understand what they're doing here. They're not above us. They're not anything. They're, you know what I mean? They get it. Mm hmm. Yeah, as you say, it's the ones who have been there for a minute that get it. Yeah, it's always the young Sometimes ones that are it's just the young up and comers that think that they're. I don't know what they think, but you have a great interview, and then their rep calls and says you can't use any of it, and you're like, "What in the actual fuck?" Mm-hmm. Because I just read an interview with three other people where they answered that question. Yeah, help right. me understand. Right, isn't yeah. that what they say sometimes? Though, when new people coming in, they're on this sort of rocket ship, mm-hmm. and then sometimes you got to take some lumps and come back down, and then go back up to 
get the whole process or how maybe well, people think they're back up. Maybe mm-hmm. people think radio is not as important these days. And yeah, I don't, I don't think that it's that as far as the music industry people that we talk to. I I just always think it's interesting because you know sometimes people are protected for whatever reason. And then we interview them, and they're like, "Why were they so protected? They were fantastic. They had there was nothing there to be worried about. It was just a, a great interview, yeah. and, they're, and they're good people. But there are artists out there, and actors and actresses, or whatever, and they are just super protected by the people around them, yeah, behind the scenes. And it creates this thing for us because we've been sitting here so long. It creates this patina before we even get to the interview, if we're just getting all these things ahead of time. Yeah. But then we get them on, and they're like, "Yeah, well, I'll talk about anything. Yeah. I don't, I don't know." They why. might not even know that their manager or whoever is saying. It happens mm-hmm. a lot. They're like, "Don't bring this up," and then that person will bring it up organically. Right. Uh, let's see other interviews that I've really liked. God, it's always hard for that one because the ones that are the bad ones. That I so which which ones are like pulling teeth? Not necessarily bad interviews, but we're like. You kind of have to pull the answer out of them. Louis mm-hmm. C.K., always top of the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Nicholas Cage. That was a weird interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't. He Dave didn't Matthews want... was a weird interview. Oh, Dave was... Beach House? Yeah. Yeah, he just, you ask him a question and he goes somewhere completely else in a different accent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's an interesting cat. <laughs> yeah, and so that that's an interesting one to me because I love Dave and I love him for that. No, so do I, but it's really makes for difficult interviewing. Well, it <laughs> it's the the process of the beach house because there are multiple interviews that have to happen mm-hmm. and we're on a clock and people are looking at us and you gotta be here and you gotta do this. They're wrapping and you up. The, li- the second you sit down, they're they're going, You got five minutes. And it takes Dave Matthews to put together a thought. It takes him five minutes to do that. <laughs> right. You know what I say? Like by that he was just finding his rhythm when your interview ended. That's exactly what he said. He's like, I just sat down. What are we doing? And I'm like, I know, and we have no choice, and that sucks. Yep. You know, so I think if we had an hour to sit down with Dave. If we were Howard Stern and yeah. all the time in the world, the interviews would be amazing. I would love to do that. Because you have time to dig into stuff. If mm-hmm. they bring something up and you want to say, well, let's talk about that, then yeah. you can sit there and you can talk about it. Mm-hmm. But it's not the sometimes format we just we're on. don't have that ability to do that, mm-hmm. just in the nature in which they allow celebrities to do interviews. You know, they sit in a room somewhere in L.A., and they do radio stations all over the country, and they'll do 50 interviews in one morning, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's no fun for them either. I no, they've imagine. heard the same questions 100 times, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had 10 more questions I could have asked Kevin. Right. There wasn't time in the day. Avril Lavigne was not good. I've heard that before from other people. I don't know why. I mean, I was... That was the most disappointing. Meeting her was very disappointing. um, Because that's your girl. It's just disappointing. You know, Mm. I know times are weird and whatever, but it was disappointing. Was she not friendly in person? No. No. Bummer. No. Don't look, you know, we weren't supposed to get close to her. So I follow the rules like I'm supposed to. Not everybody else did. So my picture looks really awkward. (laughs) Because I'm standing like three feet away, which they asked me to do. (laughs) It's just... It's crazy. <laughs> when I was interviewing, it was a Zoom interview, and she just kept looking at her phone, like you could just tell she wanted to be anywhere, but not invested. Yeah, and fine if you're on the phone and I can't see you, <laughs> you can half-heartedly pay attention. But when I'm looking at you, and while I'm talking to you, responding to something you said, and you're just on your phone looking around, that's a little weird. Yeah, that's no fun. Yeah, 
as I say, sometimes they're not into it either. And if they're not into it, it makes it really difficult to do one. Mm-hmm. And you never know what's going on in their world either, you know. So but, Miley yeah. Cyrus was a great interview. Yeah. Yep. Great. She was fantastic. Yep. Lizzo's always been a really Lizzo's good interview. Really good. Lizzo always has something Very to say. Uh, Deck the Hall Ball's coming. We've done Andy Grammer a bunch, and he's always super pleasant. And Andy's good. good. Demi Lovato was great. Very open and honest about everything in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ryan Tedder, he's a, he's a good interview. Dermot Kennedy, he was a good... So, yeah, I think... I mean, I don't know the... There more, more of them are good than bad, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's only a couple of bad ones that stick out. But you life. guys have been doing this a long and time. You very and rarely... And it's the same answers we give every single time, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those are older interviews anyway, but those mm-hmm. are the And you guys know what you're doing so much at this point that you very rarely have a bad interview, even if they're not invested. Well, if we do, you we can just get, don't play it. You can give all you can cut. <laughs> you'll cut it down to the pieces that you need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I... You know, it's just from doing it. Yeah. I think it is... There's definitely been one or two that have never seen the light of day recently. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's true. Um, I think, and somebody else said this to us, that we are curious people. And I think that's what makes the interviews better, is that we're going to do the work behind the scenes to find things that are interesting to us. And sometimes there are things that maybe they've talked about before, but a lot of times we try and find things that maybe they haven't delved into. Yep. And that's the hard part. Yeah. Because they've, you know, Kevin Smith has answered every question about clerks possible. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, so, how'd you get your band name? You know, yeah. stupid shit like that that they get asked every right. day. Right. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. I right. think I'm biasly, the two of you are very good interviewers. Well, thank mm. you. Thank you, Dan. Did you have anything, Kennedy, or you want to? Wrap it there. I don't have anything that good. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't want to waste time if I don't have anything really. You're not wasting time. <laughs> it's fine. Well, I just, you know, I saw that story you did it this morning about Hellman's making eggnog. Yeah. Which not, I still can't wrap my head it. around, but perhaps, you know, maybe I need to go to the store and see what it's all about. But it just reminds me of the great eggnog story with my dog, Elwood. I don't remember this Which is this always one. a good Christmas time story. All right. What you got? And it's a, uh, a teachable moment. Okay. So my stepmother... Um, used to make uh, eggnog from scratch. It's from the Joy of Cooking recipe, uh, cookbook. So if you ever want to do it, but it has you know raw eggs, egg whites that have been you know made to be stiff that make gives it body. And it's is got, the Joy like, of Cooking the Julia Childs? No, Joy uh, of Cooking though is like a famous a, a ancillary cookbook that probably you would have in your um, gotcha kitchen. But it's made with like six cups of booze, so it's really really strong. So we were in uh, my dad's place. In, uh, where were they? South Carolina. And so it was a chilly, chilly time there. And it was in a big, you know, a big punch bowl, which doesn't fit in the refrigerator, but it was chilly enough to leave it outside so that it would stay chilled mm-hmm. so that we could have it. Well, there were like four dogs there. My dog, their dog, someone else's dogs, dogs. And then at one point they decided to put the dogs out on the deck, this giant deck that they have where the eggnog was. So the dogs are playing and barking, and then all of a sudden, there's no sound from the dogs. Dogs are all quiet, which is never a good sign. It's like when children are quiet, mm-hmm. it's never a good sign. So we go outside, and all of the dogs are sitting around the egg, uh, sitting around the eggnog punch bowl, watching my dog drink the whole thing down. <laughs> That's raw eggs and six cups of booze, which will kill anybody, I would think, but... This was Elwood, right? Elwood, yes. And... Uh, they're just watching him in awe, like, bro, he's going to drink the whole thing. <laughs> they didn't think dog. to stop him? So they didn't, well, I imagine he did not allow them anywhere near it. So needless to say, we caught him. 
and at this point really didn't know what to do. And then within about a half an hour, he was a very, very drunk dog. (laughs) So it's Christmas Eve or day, one of the two, and, uh, you know, nothing's open. So I call sort of an emergency vet phone phone number and ask what I should do. And they say, and I'm not kidding, try taking him for a walk. And then I said, what else? Black coffee and give him a cold shower? Are these really the things you're telling me? Give him a cigarette and make him a a breakfast sandwich. What, a Whopper with cheese? (laughs) So uh, we just take him for walks. He is walking sideways. You can tell he is hurting. Like everybody decides to do the thing that makes them feel better. So my sister took him into the bathroom and laid him down on the cold tile because that's what made her feel better when she was, you know, feeling drunk. He tried to walk into glass, you know, doors. He fi- we finally were able to get him to lay down. We gave him like baby aspirin so that he wouldn't wake up feeling too badly. Right. And when he finally woke up, I mean, you could tell he was hung Did over. Did you take him for some flame boiled goodness? No, he couldn't eat nothing. <laughs> he was, woke up with some aspirin and a it, glass of water it, next to his dog. Correct. <laughs> it was uh, it was a time we all took turns walking him because we didn't want him to die. So we wanted to make sure he was staying awake Did as long puke? as he could. Nope. Huh. Held it like a champ. That dog ate batteries. That dog ate uncooked rice, which then cooked in his stomach because that's what rice does when you eat it like that. Wow. That dog, yes. <laughs> it was only the old age that killed him. Nothing else. <laughs> it's so funny that every family kind of has their own like holiday story that gets yeah. passed down. Yeah. Because my mother has, like everyone in my family every Christmas goes, you hear of your mother's Metaxa story? <laughs> and for 30 years, I hear this story from someone in the family every year. Mm-hmm. When my mother was a young lass on Christmas night, and they were all my family. She's one of six, and they were all partying pretty hard. And it was like one in the morning or something, and they ran out of booze. And my grandfather and my grandmother were upstairs sleeping. And my mother drunkenly said, I know where there's more booze. So she crawled up the (laughs) stairs on her hands and knees and then broke into their bedroom to get a bottle of Metaxan next to my grandfather's bed. I don't even know what Metaxan is. I don't either. I've never seen it. That's something in the 70s, I guess. Hmm. And then she grabbed the bottle, drunkenly screamed, I got it, and then vomited on my grandfather who was asleep. (laughs) It's called what? Metaxa. And then he woke up and said, Sally, get your daughter! (laughs) And now all of my aunts and uncles every year will rehash the story of the time my mother puked on Grandpa trying to steal his liquor. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) It's like a... uh, I have never seen it in person. I just know it from the story. It's like an aperitif. It's a brandy. Mm -hmm. An amber color liquor based on (laughs) brandy produced in Athens. It's Greece's most exported spirit. The more you know. I have a good Christmas story, but it did involve alcohol. Because well, my the point. well, I'm my kidding. my parents, totally you know, my mom didn't really drink. It was there really wasn't alcohol in my house growing up. My <laughs> mom's diabetic, and so she really didn't do alcohol. Yeah, we didn't uh, have booze in my house. Yeah, either. once she, I think she was probably thirty when she found out she was diabetic. So it was never really alcohol around. Um, but that didn't mean we couldn't have good holiday stories, Dan. Sure. <laughs> because my mother would she she would have her swings, her mood swings, and so I had my both my brother. Uh, Henry and I had been with our respective fathers. And so I was, I think I'd have been like up here in Connecticut and he was wherever he was with his dad. Maybe they had gone to Canada or something. And I guess neither of us called my mom on Christmas to say Merry Christmas. And so I was in, let's see, I think it was like 10th grade. So I come back home 
we would usually fly home within a couple of days after Christmas. Like I'd spend Christmas with my dad and then fly home the day after. Right. And so the day after I fly home, he comes back into town. We're all back at, at the house. And my mom has all of our Christmas gifts in a, like a hefty bag. And she takes them, goes out to the back. We lived in like a condo like an apartment building or whatever. Mm-hmm. She goes out, walks out on the patio and takes the bag and just throws it off the balcony. Like we're on the sixth <laughs> floor of our building. She just, and she's screaming at us about not calling her on Christmas day and how we were selfish and horrible human beings and how we, you know, go ahead, she, Carol. She, you know, she spent all this time and effort and money on us for yep. Christmas and we couldn't even pick up. It was very, there was a lot of expletive deleted in there. <laughs> and me and my brother just standing there bawling, crying. We had to go down and pick up our toys. What was left of them? Yeah, they were all fine, but it was just like the whole From thing. From the sixth floor? Yeah, yeah, they were all fine. But it was just, yeah. And that's why you call your mom. That's why you call your mom on Christmas. All right. Good talk. Also, don't forget, like Dan said, we did interview Kevin Smith. Uh, if you're a fan of all those 90s movies like Clerks and Mallrats and uh, Dogma, uh, he ta- he, uh, there's a, there is a I think 16 or 17 minute unedited interview up on the Odyssey app. Plus, we've got the full show podcast. There's so. so much good stuff we couldn't get to with that Kevin Smith interview. Yeah, it's really good. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 